I'm never sleeping, you sleeping in the garden, you just live by the cold too, I take my last breath, I'm never sleeping, I'll hunt you while you rest, sleep from the cook and still ain't nothing left. It's your boy Reality Round Ballard Man. I'm here with another episode of the Reality Round with my co-host. Ballsog215 underscore reality round. What's up, people? We are back. The uh, dynamic duo is back. Just us for this episode, man. We are going to touch on the 2021 NBA draft. Now, with that being said, these uh these predictions are not ours. They're not all, all ours by ourselves. Um, it's coming from NBA Draft Room. <clears throat> so um, we're just gonna go ahead and comment, you know, and give our thoughts on how they got everything ranked and, um, you know, possibly anything we can see that could change. So, uh, bro, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and kick this episode off. And uh, let's talk about the first pick. I mean, we all know, if anybody knows in the basketball world, uh, it's projected to be Kay Cunningham to the Pistons. So, um, I mean, I think that's probably going to happen. I don't see them, especially with them goofing up in the 0-3 draft and drafting military. I think they're going to go ahead and take the best available player and not trade the pick away. Well, I, yeah, I agree. I would love it's to not, get it, but. There's <laughs> not really much to say about that. He's the consensus. Everybody's, you know, everybody's on the, the, uh, the K Cunningham train, and rightfully so. He earned all of the praise he getting. So that's really it, man. I, I think that, yeah, I, I can see that happening. I don't see him trading the fifth away unless there's something in the works that's just, like, mind-blowing, some kind of mind-blowing deal. Right, right. I mean, somebody who had to give up probably – I ain't going to say probably. You have to give up an all-star or a superstar to get that number one pick. And I don't see nobody doing that. Yeah, I don't see that either. <clears throat> Sorry, we in agreement with that. Um Number two is Jalen Green. He slotted to go number two. Um, who has the second pick, yo? The Rockets. Rockets. Okay. I, I just, I, you know what? I'm starting to feel like certain teams get certain privileges to be at the top. It's starting to remind me of Cleveland, man. It's like, why did they just have a bundle of superstars? Why are they getting a number two pick? I understand they sucked last year, and I believe they tanked. I think they could have played better than what they what they were. But I always had this thought, and just tell me how you feel about this, just to throw this out there. How do you feel if the best team in the NBA or the best front office, per se, got the higher draft picks instead of the teams that's tanking? Well, it, it will definitely call some things into question. I mean, like, you know, if this is, if everything's, if everything is as cut and dry as they make it out to be. You know, the, the teams with the worst the worst off records, they have the worst off seasons, they get the best opportunities, get the top picks, but they have these kinds of seasons and they still somehow, some ways can't get quite where they want to be, which is number one. They can only be one number one, that's understood. However, um, when you see a team, like you said, that just, um, it just doesn't really add up mathematically as to why this particular team ends up with a number one or even maybe a number two pick in a draft, not not too long after losing, say, a, a James Harden. A Russell Westbrook, a Chris Paul. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, so, like, I mean, it, it definitely calls some things into question. It definitely will make you look around at it twice and go, hmm, what's that about? But, I mean, exactly. you know how that goes, brother. We don't, we, we don't got proof. All we could do is speculate. But, uh, right, right. That's for sure. Seem a little off. Something seems a little off. A little bit. A little bit. All right. So let me ask you this. So how do you feel? I mean, the, the comparisons, I mean, I don't know about all this, but the comparisons that 
they have down there Kobe and Zach Levine. Maybe more Zach Levine than Kobe? Uh, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'll make a stop. We can't just start comparing people to Kobe. Like, come on, man. In an effort, in an effort to not shed no type of disrespect to the to the late great Mister. Here comes the disrespect, people. <laughs> oh, no, no, not not at all, not at all. Like I told you, brother. Like I told you, if not for the fact, if not for the fact that we had witnessed what MJ did out there on the court, he would be the best player ever to me. That would, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. If not for the fact that we, because because it's like it's crazy. You're comparing him to who, in fact, is the best player ever in Jordan. And now you look around at Kobe and you say, well, damn, you look at what the, you look at the things he did and you say, well, you know what? If you saw Kobe do all of that shit without there ever being a mic. In my book, he would be the best player ever. That's just me. I, I mean, nobody don't got to agree with me. And that's cool if nobody don't. That's fine. But when you look at when you look at what that. I mean, it could, you know what? It could definitely be a discussion. I don't know if it would be cemented. I think it would be. I think that shit would be cemented like a big ass dump truck churning the back. All that shit about to pour out. Anybody else got something to say about it? I don't give a fuck. That's how I feel about it. And that's reality. <laughs> Yo, man. So listen, I mean, yeah, you can compare Jalen Green with Zach, to Zach Levine all you want. Um, but just, I mean, I, I think he, I just, See, some of these players, and they go to these organizations, you know what I'm saying? I think it's not a good look for them. I want to see these kids go somewhere where they're going to be utilized and they're going to be given the shot to be the best player that they can be. And right well, now, think, Houston don't look like they ain't interested in none of that shit. Well, they, well, right now, Houston is starting at ground zero. I mean, they like, you know, I looked at, I'm trying to think where I was reading. I was reading something about the Rockets the other day. And, and when they were talking about team needs, and when they got around to the rocks, they was like everything. Yeah, I, mean, I, was about to say, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah, yes, they literally wrote that like everything. Don't disrespect Zach, by the way. Excuse me, but yeah, like you know, they said that they literally need everything under the sun. So when you have gotten rid of the caliber of players they've gotten rid of, and no disrespect to the players that's still on their roster, but you're not none of those guys that left that building. I mean, you know, I don't even know. I'm, hey, brother, I'm just seeing this. That's what's, what I'm doing right now. That's just called just do, just just a courtesy. They they NBA players, whether stars or not. Right, true. Yeah, NBA. I mean, ten times better than me. Ten times so, better than you. So exactly. exactly. So no disrespect to none of those young men, old men, whatever the fuck. But what I'm saying is simply this: that it got to start somewhere. Jalen Green would not be a bad starting point. I mean, the guy's very athletic. I like his game. Now. Yeah, I'm, you're not going to compare him to Kobe Bryant, even though these kind, you know, he's been carrying that around since high school, from what I understand. They're like they, they've been, they've been always comparing him. Yeah, he's been carrying that comparison a while around for a little Ooh, while. Jalen Green, Green, yeah. Oh. But um, but now you know, and 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 much much respect to Kobe. So no, can't do that. Zach Levine, I mean Zach Levine has 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 uh, matured into a very Good NBA player, so you He's can't compare him. You can't compare him to him either. You know what I mean? Like you, you gonna have to. You can. You might say, "Hey, you know, he kind of reminds me," but you can't just say, "Oh yeah, he's definitely yeah, he's, he's gonna the next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, 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 right. You can't do that. That's why I'm narrow minor and shit, man. That's the reason why he probably ain't flourish. But look, right? So we don't no, go no, ahead and go to no, the no, number. Huh? Me. Don't do that. Don't do that. What? Nah. What are you talking about? Nah, man. Fuck that. 
Harold Miner's biggest problem was the motherfucker who was coaching him, Kevin Lockery. And guess what? And guess what? He dropped that. He dropped the ball with Miner. Did he get another head coach job after that? Well, I mean, I, I'll say this. Yes or no? Yes or no? I mean, to my knowledge, no. But my whole thing is this, though. I mean, I don't think Miner was – he wasn't who we thought he was. That's all. But you know, no, 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 no. we're not gonna waste no time on Aaron Miner. No, no, we not, we not, we not. But I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna let you say some slick shit about him and just roll out. I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this about that situation. He did not. Was he the next Jordan? No, but he could have been a hell of a lot better Harold Miner than he was had he had the right situation. That's what I. That's what I firmly okay, believe. Right. I mean, could have went from ten points a game to maybe seventeen. He could have been like a Ben Simmons. I mean, you know, that's cool. He could have been a double night player. He, had, I, I, if I'm not, if my memory serves me right, in college he averaged right around 23 points a game. I think the last year before he came out is the last year he came out. Excuse me. I think he averaged right around 23 points a game. He could have did that in the NBA. He could. Yeah, but Joby averaged more than that. But I mean, hey, look, you know, this, this conversation goes on and on. Right? Yeah, because you're trying to make it do that. But all right, next. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, number three at the Cavs, we got Evan Mobley. Um, I'm I'm a little I'm a little off with these guys who are seven feet and one ninety five. You know what I'm saying? There's something about that. I mean, special players like Kevin Garnett. Yeah, that was a once in a lifetime. To to film the maturity we matured into, that was a once in a lifetime thing. I mean, we could be looking at the next Jonathan Bender for all I know at this point. So, I'm just saying, like, you know. Well, 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 wait a minute. Mobley, though. Mobley is a hell of a lot better defender than Bender was coming into the league. He could be Bender. He could be. I mean, I'm just going off, you know, from, from what I understand. I don't I don't think he's going to come in right away. And notice I'm saying right away. That's the key words. I don't think he's going to come in right away and set the world on fire offensively. But I do think right away he's going to be a difference maker at the defensive end of the floor. He's athletic enough. He had the length. I think he can, and I think he will. So you I think, think he's more – so I'm going to use comparison. So they say he's a more mobile LaMarcus Aldridge or a Chris Bosh. Um, is he Bobo? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You got you got two different sides of the spectrum. See, but Bobo, in my opinion, I mean, when you look at, when you look at the way he moves on the court, it ain't the same. I mean, people fell in love with Bobo because he's long and he can shoot the three. That was that's all they saw. And, and of course, you know when you got that, when you had that pedigree, because because regardless of what you want to say about his pop, he was an NBA player for many many years. He stuck. He stuck in the league. He was a, a, a and he was a shot blocker. The motherfucker yeah. did he did create he did create havoc in the paint. So. Um, I don't know if it was having or more or less like he was just so long you couldn't get out his way. Like, and it was having either way you look at it. That that motherfucker hands was like something like most motherfuckers' feet. You ever see how long bow hands were? Yeah. The way it needs to swat. Come on, man. Like that 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 motherfucker created havoc in the lane. And um, as far as this situation goes, though, I I mean, yeah, Mobley being a more mobile version of those guys. Now I think that's a pretty dead on comparison because. <laughs> Wasn't I mean you know, you know Bosch wasn't no defensive stopper. No, nah, but Bosch was a hell of a offensive oh, player. You know what I think happened? You know what Bosch was like? Bosch was so like the image you had when he was drinking that champagne that way. That's your problem with Bosch, yo. 
no, no, brother, no, brother. I ain't got. Listen, listen. I'm not even. I wasn't even gonna bring that up about, about that that video that was floating around. I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna bring that up. You know what I'm saying? That 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 shit is in the past. But what I was gonna talk about was the fact that Bosch is that chick who know damn well she's she, that she's basically above average. That goes to find two other busted bitches to go to the club with. That way, she know when she walked through the door, when their little crews looked at, all eyes gonna be on her because she's the best of that bunch. And that's what that was when he played over there in Toronto. Sorry. Still was an all star, though. I mean, shit. Like, you, you can't. He gets hey, 24 and 10. Somebody got to score when. I mean, Anybody got to get, you know what? We're going we're gonna to move forward, man. We're going to move forward. <laughs> move forward. All right, so we got the Raptors at number four with your guy, um, Scotty Barnes. Mm. Um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> did you see the comparison on that one? I see. Uh, I see. The, 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 the second one is very interesting. The second one. I, I mean, I, they both are, but that second one? That's very interesting right there. But you know what? I'm going to tell you like this. It's not a bad comparison. And I'll say that because if you look at it right, when Scottie Pippen was on top of his game, bro, he could play the one. I mean, shit, he did a, a lot of times for us. It was stretches yeah, of games when he was the he was original, Well, the original point for it. Yeah, so you had, you, 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 he could play that, he could play that point. He could give, he could give you the deuce. He's, he, he, Lockdown defender, Pippen was. Barnes plays good D. He plays good D. I'm not saying he's he's you know the same defender Pippen was, and he made he made the comeback. Well, that, that takes time. Scotty wasn't that defender when he first came in. The, Scotty Pippen wasn't that defender when he first came in the league. So, right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, you're right. It takes time. You got to get there. But what I'm saying is that's not bad. That's a pretty good comparison right there for a lot what of reasons. What. What about the Draymond thing? I well, it's see again, Draymond. Um, oh, okay, you want to bust on Draymond Green? Well, this is all right. Listen, bro. Listen, I'm, I'm just say saying though, man. Draymond Green checks a lot of boxes too. He definitely does. I mean, I think, he can, well, Draymond is that guy who doesn't show up in the box score all the time, but you're getting what you need to win the game. There you go. I mean, that's the best way I can explain him. I mean, if he shut the fuck up half the time, people appreciate him a lot more. I think he just shut the fuck up. Everything will be fine. You know what? I hear what you're saying, right? But I think that's what fuels his game. I wouldn't tell him to shut the fuck up if I'm his coach. I'll tell you what I would tell him. I would. This is what I would tell him. I would tell him, yo, there may be times where you might need to dial it back just a tad bit, bro, just a tad. Just to, just to avoid technicals and shit like that. However, do your thing because I believe that's that, that that's what helps fuel this game on some real shit. I really believe that. I mean, it could be. It could be. All right. Well, moving along from that guy, um, who I would love for the, the Thunder to draft. Um, like we just talked about earlier, if we got to move up to three. I wouldn't mind taking him. Him and Shaker wreak some havoc. <clears throat> um, moving along to Jalen Suggs. With the magic, um, I don't know how it'll work with uh, Cole Anthony though, because you already have kind of that same in my mind. I'm not gonna say the same exact guard, but the roundabout same guard. And it's 
Cole Anthony. Um, okay, I, but isn't isn't Suggs a little bigger? A little bit. I think Cole Anthony probably about what six two, six three. Suggs about six four. Okay, so I think with that with that being said, it might be that might be how they actually can coexist. You know, they could actually be a you know a dual like kind of like a dual combo backcourt. Yeah, but I mean, I guess in my opinion, like sometimes because Cole Anthony he put up some shots. I ain't hold you. He he's a shooting motherfucker. He don't care, and that sometimes that can cause conflict as well, as we all know. True, but especially two young players. But looking at the, if you look at their comparison, well, excuse me, Jalen Suggs comparison, they have Chauncey Billis and Brandon Roy. Now I'm gonna tell you like this: if he could be anything close to either one of those guys, I that'd mean, be perfect. That, that's that. There you that, go. Be perfect. There you go. Good shit, man. So like, I mean, again, this is something that I think should it happen because i got a feeling there's gonna be a lot of shake up tomorrow with trades i do i and you motherfuckers is gonna be one of the main catalysts i think i hope so but, <laughs> i definitely think it's gonna be a lot of sh- uh trade shakeups uh within between now and tomorrow so uh but yeah so if it stays the way it is i'm sorry no no i'm saying if it stays as is this would not be a bad choice for um for the magic is it yeah, it, wait, it is. Yeah, for them bitch ass. Yeah, it should have been us right there, but the magic. And um, yeah, if they was, you know. Y'all good? Y'all don't need nothing else? Y'all got uh, Boos and uh, Levine. Y'all straight, right? Y'all good? Y'all need nothing? No, nah, we going to, you know what? I got something. I ain't gonna, I'm not even going to bring that out right now. I'm going to say that one. But you, you right, homie. You right. I'm, I'm just a, saying, like, y'all should be straight. No, you right. You right. We straight, right? Okay, cool. I got you, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, so look, right, all right. So they got the Thunder at uh, number six, drafting mm-hmm. James Boonight. I mean, I don't. I mean, I get the whole thing. You're trying to put somebody in the backcourt with Shea and kind of have them interchange because Shea could do it all. You know what I'm saying? He's he, he's 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 on the path to All Star. I'm not gonna say superstar, but All Star. He's definitely gonna be All Star for the next couple of years. Sorry, it's gonna happen. Um, but my thing is this though. I don't know too much about this James Boonight guy. I did a little I did a little research because it just came up and this is before we started all that um all the trade talk and all that. You know what I'm saying? So now this might be a different ball game for us. However, if you're gonna go that route, Mr. Presty, make sure it works. If not, I'll be at your fucking doorstep. I will catch a red eye fucking flight and put my foot so far up your fucking ass, I swear. You know what? I I, I ain't even going. How do you feel about it? Because I'm starting to get upset. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, uh, if he could be anything close to the comparison of, of uh, not not really so much Derek Anderson, but Jamal Murray. Yeah, if Jamal Murray, I'm happy. Yeah, if, if this happens, because again, I, I got a funny feeling that you that that there's gonna be some some trade shakeups. So you y'all may not even be here at this at this spot. Right, but right, right. Provided that you are, I think that. Uh, Boot night, yeah. I mean, you know, UConn, nice pedigree right there. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I don't know about, you know, you know Ben Gordon, you know, former. So, hey, brother. Hey, brother. Nope, nope. I mean, you ain't going to be talking about Rip Hamilton or somebody like that. Like, I mean. No, I mean, I was talking about, I was talking about Ben Jordan. I mean, Gordon, my bad. Oh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What's... Bum-ass Ben Gordon. Okay. <laughs> 
Wow, bum, hold up, bum ass Ben Gordon. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't nice. He wasn't. He wasn't decent. Decent. Come on. Oh, man. No, ben, like, Gordon, ben Gordon was decent. Decent. No, he know, decent, decent. no, no, he was. He was. And I'm gonna tell you something. I always said it. I remember when, when we got Thibodeau. I knew his because you know that was like one of the knocks on Ben Gordon. He wasn't like a, a, a on ball defender. So when we got Thibodeau as head coach, I knew his time in Chicago was was limited. I was like, hey, yeah, they gonna ship him out of here. So what like, did he do when he left y'all though? Nothing. I mean, shit. My point exactly. He should have stayed in the red and black because it was a problem with us. Thibodeau knew that no. boy wasn't what y'all thought he was. That, that's what that was about. No, no. I no. mean, that's just my personal opinion. Though. Thibodeau liked guys that were heavy defensive guys, and Gordon was not that. And the reason, and that's the reason why he didn't have no problem ushering him on out. And that's and it is what it is. I saw it coming a mile off. Anybody that that you know, shit, man. If you knew that much about the game, you knew what was coming next when he became head coach. And they and they talked about it. They kept on putting it out there. Oh, you know he. Yeah, you know, Thibodeau's defense, he preaches defense first, everything else. I was like, ah, you know what? Thibodeau also the same motherfucker who will burn a player the fuck out, too. Yeah, yeah, just ask D. Rose about it. But damn, think about it, though. If he could have found a way, if he could have found a way to have D. Rose and Ben Gordon coexist, that shit would have been crazy, and man. The same backcourt, the backcourt is too small. Because neither one of them can match up with a, a traditional two. Look, bro. I'm just saying, I'm just, all right, you know, okay, I get it. I'm Listen, sorry, I apologize. I'm just giving my honest opinion. Before he, before, before Thibodeau came there, right, before Thibodeau came there, there was a point in time where Gordon was our deuce. He was our two guard. And well, that was the Allen Iverson effect, though. Everybody was trying to get that smaller, quicker two guard. I mean, regardless of why, he still was the two. And 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 we made it the fuck work. We made playoffs and all that shit. Okay. So I mean, listen. Oh, 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 oh him and, it was him and Harry Potter, right? <clears throat> you no, about I just want to. I'm, I'm correct, right? You, you talking about Thug Life? What the fuck? <laughs> all, right, all right, man. Let's move on, man. Let's move on. Man. All right, we're gonna move on. Number <laughs> seven, we got um Josh Giddy, point guard from Australia. I don't know too much about the guy. I'm not gonna lie. I think that's more or less your forte with the international and, you know, just your overall knowledge. Uh, I mean, okay. I think that the, from, from what I know, from what I've seen, I think that the Brent Barry uh, comparison is pretty pretty good, you know, uh, but he uh, is a little... Brent Barry wasn't, I mean, he, he, he wasn't a bad player. He wasn't the greatest player, but he wasn't bad either. Yeah, I just don't like that, um... You know what? No, I ain't gonna go there. I'm, All right, I, go ahead, man. Say what you got to say, man. Say, say what you need to say, brother. I'm gonna just say this. I agree with I agree with what you just said about Brent Barry as a player. Not you know wasn't a bad player. Wasn't like the greatest. Right, right. Wasn't a bad player. He was serviceable. But I but I noticed something though. All I'm gonna say, and you 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 do the math. If everybody listening or watching, you connect the dots on this. All I know is he won the slam dunk contest. I knew he was going there. I knew it. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. He won the slam dunk contest immediately following a certain movie starring Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. I'm going to just leave it right there. Damn, was it? 
Yeah, it was after that. After that movie well, it came was after, out. But was it immediately after? Because White Man Can't Jump was like 92? Not too long after that movie dropped. All of a sudden, that happened. That's all I'm going to say. Well, the only thing I can say about that, he, he stepped way over the line. So I ain't even counting that well, as a free throw well, down. Did that. He definitely did that. But my thing is this, though. It just, well, we, we just was talking about that, about things that go down and make you go, hold right. up. Damn. You, you know what I mean? So that's all. But uh, but as far as but as far as um <laughs> as far as Mr. Giddy goes, if they could translate, man, and that's all that's always the case with the international players. If you said what? Huh? You said he got to you got to translate. That's his job. What the fuck? Oh, you, you oh, she got to translate. Okay, all right. right. <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> See what I'm saying? No, you got me talking. You're not an NBA player. You're a translator now. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I was saying. I was saying if his game translates, and which is always the case with an international player. You know what right. I'm saying? He did what he did. He did what he did where he did it at. But now you got to do it here, bro. For sure. For sure. I mean, that, I mean, that is what it is. Um, then we got the Magic again. Damn, the Magic going to be... I mean, they, they got some some shit they can pull off. Um, Jonathan Kuminga. Um, I've seen some footage on this guy. I think the comparison <laughs> could be... Cause see, but nah, but see, they comparing him to the... The Matrix was a problem, man. He was definitely a problem. So, I don't know if I want to say yeah, but I can see how that can go down. The Matrix... Apparently, went. you got something you want to say. You mentioned to say something. Go ahead. No, I was I was about to agree with you. The, okay. Yeah, the, okay, all right. Definitely a problem. Um, but you know what, though? Now, John Finkelman. Once again, man, like we said a few players ago, when we were talking about uh, with, with, like with Billups and and, and um, Roy, I think it was Roy. Mm-hmm. Okay, if he can be half the player the Matrix was, you win. Yeah, the Magic wins, and and, win. and, they, and now they putting together a pretty formidable squad there. Right, whoever they draft with that earlier pick, I think it was supposed to be uh, damn, they work all over the place. Uh, I think it was supposed to be Suggs. So Suggs, Kuminga, and Cole Anthony. Then don't they still got uh they gave away somebody. I don't know if it was Jonathan Jonathan Isaac or the other kid. I can't remember his name, but they they I think they gave they trade one traded one of them. But still now you have a nice little young core. Right, right. You something know what I'm saying? From these last few drafts. <clears throat> something something to build around for sure. Exactly. So, so I mean I just being in the East, I hope they get it wrong, but, you know. Hey, man, listen, you know, I mean, they might be the next Milwaukee. I don't know shit. Like, shit might just, you know, might be a thorn in your side for the next few years. Could <laughs> Sorry, be. though. But then again, I don't, you know. <laughs> moving along, man, moving along. So, <laughs> uh, Franz Wagner uh, from the uh, Kings. Um, isn't this the guy's uh, brother? What was it, Morris Wagner? Because they they both coming from Michigan, I think they brothers. I believe so. I believe I'm right. not. Um, well, he's a wing, six nine, two hundred five. So uh, they compare him to Mike Dunley Jr. I mean, I don't think Mike Dunley Dunleavy Jr. only kept stayed in the league because his pop. He should have been the fuck out of the league. Technically, yeah, I, I really don't. I, I really. 
he never really impressed me too much. Nah, he was. Yeah, I'm talking. Mike Dunleavy. He was the biggest. Them fucking Duke players. Another Duke player who gets you all hyped up in college and comes to the league and shit the fucking bed. That's exactly what that was. That sounds like a personal attack, but I mean. No, I, ain't no personal attack. Ain't no personal attack. I'm just saying. Not on. Not on Dunleavy. Not on Dunleavy. Yeah, I, I know exactly where you're going with that, but no, I'm, I'm not saying anything about Burt and his squad. I'm not doing that, okay? I'm just saying the facts. That's all. The facts of the matter is that Duke produces a lot of fucking duds. That's all. Instead of Dukies, it should be the fucking duds. We're going to move along from that, though. We don't want to spend too much time on that. Fuck Duke. Um, wow, okay. Moses Moody. Grizzlies. Uh, I guess because they got that pick from the Pelicans now, that trade that went down. Hmm. Right, so, right. Uh, they moved into the 10th spot. Um, don't really know too much about the kid. Um, I guess they compare him to Allen Houston. If they compare him to Allen Houston, he got to be a shooter. For sure. Shooter. For sure. So, I, I mean. I don't know much about him either. So, I would I would definitely say, though, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but shit, man, Allen Houston was a hell of a player. You know what I mean? So, if he can, if he can come even close to that, that would be a good, good thing for the Grizzlies, and that and that'd be you know a problem for you for y'all over there. Man, I mean, I, I mean, it's eight day in the West. We're not worried about main man like or or the Grizzlies shit. Like, yo, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, look, you gotta talk to Tim about that. He, he agree. He's a Grizzly guy, so I mean, I'm just saying. Look, but, he bring it, I swing it. He bring it, I swing it. I mean, we ain't got too much to talk about. We all know who's the more superior franchise. That's just bottom line. First of all, y'all too fucking new to be trying to compare. You know, I, you know, I ain't even gonna do that. I ain't even gonna do that. Um, so moving right along, um, the Hornets are at, at number eleven. Well, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Alperin. That's another thing, man. I just want to understand this. You know, no, I ain't gonna take it there. That's an off-camera conversation. My bad. We're not gonna even go there. Cool. Alperin Sun Sengun or Sengun okay. from Turkey. Okay. Six ten two forty. They're comparing him to. Uh, Dominatis Sabonis and Vucevic, not bad comparisons at all. Mm, mm. So, I mean, I think if he, let me see. So, he was the MVP of the Turkish League at 18 years old. So, as what I'm seeing is a lot of these players that come from overseas who had that pro experience at a young age, they really translate well to the, to the NBA. That's just, that's just a fact these days. Don't know if it's because of the, the way the league is running right now and it's more acceptable of the European play, and they come over here and just kill shit. So he might be something that the Hornets could work with, man. I mean, you figure you got what? You got, uh, what's it, uh, LaMelo? Uh-huh. You got uh, P.J. Washington, who, mm-hmm. by the way, I feel sorry for that dude, man. Not because he played for Kentucky, but, man, he got played, man. Yo, he got played like a motherfucker. I don't know. I, whoever's in his camp need, need to grab that man's hand and just, just hold his hand, man, and tell him it's going to be okay. I don't know if you know if you know what I'm talking about. I mean, but what what exactly? Uh, so you know he was messing with the John Brittany Renner, a little celebrity Instagram joint, whatever. Okay. He knocks her up. Now she asking for a divorce. Everybody could have seen that coming. She got the bag. For sure. For sure. I feel sorry for him, man. And then not to even drop the fact that she dropped the book on everybody that she done fuck. Celebrities, uh, players, all types of shit. So it's gonna be a lot of motherfuckers losing out over that book right there. You know what I mean? Because it's like, because because you know, like if it's a chick who who's been you know contemplating probably moving on anyway because of some 
uh, suspicions of indiscretion she's had. Right. That book hit the uh, that book hit the fucking scene, and then names get called, and they're all shit. Oh shit! You know what? It's time for me to get mine too. Going out the exactly. door. Fuck. You know I mean, enough time to go. Um. So yeah. So I mean, I mean, if that's the comparison they're giving to this guy. I think that's uh, it could be monumental for the Hornets and their movement. You know what I'm saying? And finally, Mike admitting that he don't know what the hell he's doing and hiring Mitch Kupchak could help him out. Good. It's a good deal all the way around. All right. Can I say something, though? No. Uh, what, what, what you want to say? I just want to say uh, six-time NBA champion, six finals MVPs. And I'm not even going to get into the rest of the other regular season MVPs, defensive player, first team. I ain't getting all that. But go ahead, man. You know what? We're going to move along. Because, I mean, you know, he got a new job now. And if you fell into your new job, you're a fucking failure. Listen, <laughs> right? So I'm going to need you to go ahead. Huh? Yeah. Because he, that's because he worried about the Jordan brand. He ain't feeling at that. Sneak still running shit. But go <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And that's reality. I ain't gonna lie. I'm looking for a couple pair in the mail now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Look right. So I'm gonna need you to take twelve through uh, fifteen, bro. All right. So at number twelve, we got. Straight out of Texas, Mr. Kyle Jones going to the Spurs. I like him. I like Kyle Jones. Kyle, yeah, I like him too. Like very, him. very springy player, man. Very athletic. Yeah. Um, get up and down the floor. And, you know, they, they're saying here he's, he's his comparison. He's a, a longer. Whoa, pause. Um, <laughs> Jared Grant. Yeah, that should just sound fraud. I, I mean, you, you know, a, a linkier Jeremy Grant. And I like, I kind of like Jeremy Grant. But then, Jeremy Grant is lanky as it comes. So, shit, when you think about it. He is. So, with him being even more so, I mean, like, when you see, when you list a motherfucker at 6'11 and a half, you be, that man basically seven feet tall. Exactly, exactly. I mean, like, For certain reasons, they're not going to give the true height. Right. So, I mean, but, yeah, I like I like Kyle Jones. And um, if the Spurs, you know, Spurs get him. At twelve, I think they'd be getting themselves a hell of a player. To be honest, somebody could put on that front court. Pop the his fucking career, but damn, okay. I, 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 ain't never, I ain't never known for pop to ruin motherfuckers' career. I mean, I've known for pop to get motherfuckers' rings. I don't know about that ruined career shit. I'm just saying, like you know, I mean, he's failing right now as the USA head coach. I mean, I'm talking about what's happening today. Did he Fuck all that shit that, happened twenty years ago. Did he put that roster together? Okay. So oh, now well, Michael Angelo. Okay, hey, that's fine. Look, 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 I'm asking a question. I'm saying, did he? Oh no, up? no. I mean, I think Jerry Colangelo oh, handles that. He just coaches the team. Okay, so he's doing the best he can with what he got to work with. If you get your head out your ass and stop running this fucking dumbass offense that only works so for some reason in fucking San Antonio, then I think they'd be doing a whole lot better. Let baby, them get, let, let baby, them players go out there and ball, man. Baby motherfuckers need to stop worrying about the IG and TikTok accounts. And worry about focusing on the X's and O's, the fundamentals of the game, and they get out there and they will put the flame to all of these overseas lanes. And that's reality. <laughs> all right, moving along, man. Moving along. <laughs> Damn skippy. Now, coming in at number 13, and I hope this does not happen because I like this guy a lot. They got the paces picking up. Davion Mitchell from Baylor. I like that guy, man. I do. I, you know I've what? seen some good game tape. Yes. He's, first of all, on the defensive end, 
He plays that's, fucking yeah, yeah, that, Okay, all right. We're we, we, we here, we're here, we're here, we're here. We're here. Dog lockdown defender. I love that. And, and and I've seen him, I have seen him improve his game a lot at the offensive end of the floor. He's just one of those dog players, man. He's one of those guys that you want to get out there on the court with and have him lead your team because he's going to play with a lot of heart. He's going to leave it all on the court. I love that about this dude. I think he has that Jimmy Buckets mentality. J- Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, Jimmy Buckets. That's his name, ain't it? All right, listen. What? No, no. I'm listen, bro. Well, you I'm, get I, mad at me. I'm just saying. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not. You know what? I see the rabbit hole. I saw you go in. I'm not following you. Come so, on, man. They got now. Now his 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 comparisons are Kimba and Jared Jack. I definitely see. I can see a lot of Kimba there. A okay. big, a bigger. Jared more, Jack was kind of like. I mean. He wasn't one. Yeah, Jared Jack wasn't it. Sorry. Right, right. That's what he I'm saying. It. I see the I see the possibility for the whole Kimber thing. I get mm-hmm. why they would put that there. So, I mean, listen, man. Again, the the paces are in central. You know how I feel about that kind of shit. So yeah, yeah, clearly. Fuck y'all. But but if y'all if hey for for the paces the organization the fans. If y'all were to get this guy, yes, I would be mad. It would, I would be highly upset because now I got to deal with this motherfucker, you know, rooting against him. And he's the kind of guy you want to root for. But Davion Mitchell, yeah, love him. Love him as a player. I do. I think he going I think he got, I think he got a bright future, bro. Really do. No, so I'm, I'm definitely with you on that one. Okay. So moving on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Give me a second, bro. So during this shorter intermission, um, you know, hey, listen in the comments, y'all. Let, let us know what y'all feel about what we say. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is not all of our knowledge of the draft, um, but it's more or less just a stepping stone. You know what I'm saying? The draft will be on tomorrow. We're recording on Wednesday. The draft will be on tomorrow, and um, we'll go ahead and um, you know, and give we just give them what we feel as though what's going to happen. You know, with the way these picks are set up. Um, any type of possibilities again, anything you know, we might throw you for a loop at the end, you know what I'm saying? Man, we might even throw some, uh, some other type of players on there, you know. Sorry so. about that. I had, had uh, I saw a little technical difficulty developing, and I had to jump out ahead of that, and make sure that shit didn't get a chance to develop. Hey, sometimes, like I said before, you gotta, you gotta address shit in the moment, you know what I'm saying? For sure, you gotta <laughs> do it. I, but uh, but yeah, though, um, I don't know what Lodge was telling when I left, but. See, now when you go back and watch the video, I ain't tell no lies. I ain't even say nothing about anything. One thing I meant to say at the offset of this that I forgot to say, part of the fun of doing this, people, is y'all getting a, you're getting a first-hand look at just what we do actually know to right. see if we can to see. Because by the time you see this, the draft will have happened already. That's the beauty of it. And then you, can you can go, go back, back and compare. You can say, damn, you know what? Them brothers know what they was talking about because we definitely the fuck do. Anyway, so... Now, was that fifteen, right? Uh, I had just did Davion Mitchell, so now we are at number fourteen. Okay, with, right. with the Warriors, and they're drafting um Chris Dorte out of Oregon. 
not really familiar with him. Um, uh, say, say he's NBA ready day one. Um, he is. He has an NBA level jumper. Mm-hmm. Um, clay, they called him Clay Light. Okay. I mean, but the thing with me is though, you can't compare people to Clay because Clay is a dog on defense. Fuck all the shooting shit. He's a two way guard. Well, it does. I mean, they do say he can guard multiple positions. So I mean, okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you maybe. know what? I believe it when I see it. I want my Patrick Mahomes. I believe it when I see it. Patrick Mahomes. What? Wait. Yeah, that's something. That we'll, we'll talk about that off camera. Somebody tried to come at him. Whatever. He had to put some money in any place. Had a little golf tournament they was doing. He had to put some money in any place. But anyway, moving along. Don't worry about that. All right. <laughs> All right. So now we at uh, now we have fifteen, right? We are now, yeah. We are now. We got Trey Murphy the third out of Virginia going to the Wizards. NBA comparison is Darius Miller. Don't like it. I, you know what? Sorry, I, mean, I just don't like it. Oh, uh, you know, again, I ain't trying to disrespect nobody, but I mean, when your comparison is Darius Miller, says it all. Moving along. <laughs> yep, moving right along. But hold on, uh, wait. Trey Murphy third, all the luck, bro. All oh, yeah, luck. for sure, yeah. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. Prove us wrong. Shit. Ain't gonna do nothing but hurt, uh, help your pocket, so. No doubt. No doubt. Um, all right, so we got uh, number 16, some guys yes. that get the thunder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jared Butler. Well, first of all, it's injury history. Don't okay. like that. Right, um, right. Now, the only thing I see right here, because I'm not really familiar with him, per se, but it does say that he's one of the more polished players in this draft. So that must mean his skill set is everything is kind of even killed. Okay. So that can't be a bad thing. Right. Uh, George Hill plus. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Not like that comparison at all. But see, but see, George Hill, though, George Hill has been a, at one point. He was actually a, a pretty good NBA guard. And now it, when he was with the Pacers. Right. Right. OK. OK. I mean, so so like you know, if he can if he can stick in the league and be and be a a solid player because it, I mean, George Hill is is I mean he's not somebody that you could just disregard on the court like he's a yeah, solid. No, he's he's a, a, he was a good defender. Um, he missed that them free throws with the Cavs that could have helped, but that's neither here nor there. Um. I think in his pacer days, he was a lot better. I mean, who knows? And sometimes when players get to that point, it could be a lingering injury that, you know what I'm saying, you know, it slowed them down. So, I mean, like, I mean, George Hill was, because when he was the pacer, he was like 15, 17 points a game, maybe five or six assists. So, they ain't nothing to sneeze at. If everybody's right. happy about Ben Simmons averaging 17 points and eight rebounds, we should be happy for George Hill doing damn near the same thing. Right. So. That's cool. Do I want on my team? Hell no. Moving along. <laughs> all right. Like, uh, I mean, I all, all right. So now we got the uh, from that trade that happened the other day. And nobody don't know about the trade. I believe it was Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams for Valachunas and some draft picks or something. I think it was the number ten. That was the, oh. the big thing about that. Yeah, it was something like that. It was something along those lines. Right. All right. Um. So, uh, Corey Kispert. From Gonzaga. This is my question. 
Before we even get into this guy, so I have seen him play before a few times. He's a shooter for number one. Um, the second thing is, are we going to ever see, and if they turn into Duke, Gonzaga is always at the top of the polls, we mm-hmm. never see a good player come out of good. Well, John Stockton, that's one. That's it. So we never see a player from Gonzaga, from these great teams, prosper to anything in the league. Like Adam Morrison, like whatever happened to him. Kurt Rambis, little brother. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, I I mean, I, you know what? But for I me, he was it. supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. It was called him Larry Bird. Yeah, which was disrespecting every sense of the fucking word. I never, I mean, yeah. I never, never fixed my mouth to call that boy Larry Legend. Never. I never saw it personally, but. I'm just saying what the league would have us to believe, you know? Yeah, well, there's so much for that shit. So well, much. For that. So now here's the thing, man. I'm looking at him as like a uh, Steve Novakish, maybe Kyle Korverish, because I don't think he really has much of an upside as far as you know moving along with. Hey, I could be wrong with becoming that guy who becomes the three point shooter who might become the better rebounder and the better passer. And now you have many more facets to work with his game. I think he can shoot, and that's it. Well, when you look at it this way, when your comparisons are Martel Webster. Yeah, I didn't even dig that part. <laughs> Martel Webster, Joe Harris. I mean, Joe Harris is better than Webster, but, or, I don't know. That's all it. they do is shoot. That's all they do is shoot, so. That's all. All right, so moving along, the Thunder. Um, even though this guy is coming from my favorite college team, um, Kentucky, Isaiah Jackson. Don't want him. Cool. Good. Mm, um, well, I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, you know, and I'm looking at the description of him. This is exactly him. And he's he's an athlete, but sometimes athletes don't transfer over to skill. You could be an athlete and just be this great athletic player, but, I mean, so was Keon Clark. Never translated to anything. Okay, you know what? I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking at the time, and I'm looking at where we are in the first round. So let's start moving through these picks a little quicker, so we can at least okay, get this first cool, round. Cool, cool. All right. So now coming in at number nineteen, we got a uh, Usman Garaba, Garuba, faster Tristan Thompson. Nah, I'm not banging with it. <laughs> well, if he can hit, hit the boards like Tristan hit the boards, at least I mean. Tristan hit the boards when he wanted the boards. Like, he don't even do it. He's not a consistent, like, he's not a consistent double-digit rebounder. That's the thing that gets me mad about him. Because you can't do shit else for real, for real. Okay, so then, all right. So what you're saying is you ain't feeling that for the Knicks. And nah, do- nah, I mean, in, in the Knicks, don't they got to overload all like, fours or something like that? I believe they do have a, a lot of going on in their front court. Um, so, the hell with uh, that. Hey, well, fuck it. All right, all right so Hawks at 20. Um, I think this makes sense. Um, Keon Johnson, I've seen him play a little bit, but I think they're going to wind up losing. Either it's going to be Jalen Brown. Somebody's going to leave. I'm sorry, the Hawks. Not him. Um, Cam Reddish. They were talking about trading Cam Reddish to us. That's another thing that's talked about. Yeah. So Hawks so, is going to start losing players. Yeah, I, I think Cam Reddish got a, a lot to prove. He got a lot left to prove. Fucking Duke. Can... Fucking Duke. Okay, See, it always well, comes back to Duke. So, <laughs> so, so the Jalen, so Jalen Brown, like the comparison with with uh, Keon Johnson, do you think is a good one? 
Um, I don't think it's. I don't even think that's possible. Okay. I don't okay. think it's possible. Two uh, totally different players in my mind. Two totally different players. Okay. All right. So, so we, let's move on. Let's go to the Knicks at number twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Knicks should be all right. I mean, you know, with Trey Man, he, he's okay. He's all right. He's Combo nice. shooter. You know what I'm saying? So you can't ask much more than that. Straight out of Florida. I don't like the Devin Harris comparison though. Devin Harris is bad. So at least CJ McCollum is better. Yeah, I, I compare more to CJ McCollum than I would Devin Harris. The only thing people remember about Devin Harris, he had big ass fucking ears. That was it. All right. That, anyway. that was it. All right. So moving along. Gator, Shout out. I, I, I gotta shout Trey Man out. Gator Nation, baby. Handle it. But anyway. That's a little whack, bro. That's cool though. Um, the Lakers. <laughs> Zaire Williams. I don't know too much about this kid from Stanford, 6'9", 188. <clears throat> um, Darrell Wright. That says it all right there. There's a lot. I mean, yeah, because I'm not very familiar with him either. And if I didn't, you know, one thing about it is, I will say this, people, if we have not really heard much about you, then that's something you need to really be concerned about. Exactly. Because we, we pretty much be on top of shit. So Exactly. I don't know who, yeah. And this could have been because of COVID. Some of these players are just you know what I'm saying? You know, because of the way the season went last year. And a lot of these guys are young freshmen. So, like, they didn't even get a chance to get exposure. So, right. So, um, all right. So, we're moving on to what's the number 23 with the Rockets, Jalen Johnson. Mm. Um, I know a little bit about him, just a tad bit. So, I do watch. Unfortunately, everybody has to watch Duke at some point in time in your life. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not really I'm not impressed. From what I saw, I was never impressed. I just would like to see more consistency, personally. Like, he, he has his moments, to me. He has his moments where he, he you you look at him and, okay, like, the comparison is to, to uh, Tobias Harris. Sometimes, you know, looking at him out there on the court, you can understand maybe why he would be. But then there's times when you say, well... Maybe no, maybe not. I just want to see more. I just want to see more consistency from them because when I mean, sometimes you know, playing in them big programs is kind of hard to see consistency because there's so many players behind you. Players are being shuffled in and out. So I mean, that could be part of the problem. Maybe he just needs more time on the court to get better. But yeah, I just wasn't impressed. Sorry. Maybe because he played for Duke. I don't. You know, I don't even want to do that. I don't even want to do that. Number All right, Rock, handle 24, 25, and 26. <clears throat> okay, we got Nashawn Bones Highland. Uh, okay, he's nice, actually. I know all about it. this boy nice. Um, I don't know him. You never, oh, you don't know him. Yeah, nice, man. He's he nice with a point guard. Um, I'm going to put it this way. From what I've seen of him thus far, and, it, you know, his NBA, his NBA comparison is Emmanuel quickly, but I think. That's the fucking guy. He got to be good then. Well, I mean, listen, I think he's good. I was going to quickly is that fucking guy. That's that's UK all day, baby. I was going to say that I feel like he could be better than quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that would you you know, as soon as I say that you would you would drop that. But that's cool. Go ahead. Oh, but what I like about this kid is his, his, you know, his game is nice, but I love his confidence. If he could bring that. That's one thing quickly. He got a hell of a lot of confidence. But go ahead. Well, we ain't talking about him. If he brings his confidence up in the NBA court, shit gonna be nice for this kid. Look out for him. Look out for Bones, no doubt. But let's keep it moving. Um, next one, number twenty-five, Jaden Springer, straight out of Tennessee. 
NBA comparison is Deshaun Stevenson. Hmm. Don't know much I about him. I think he'd be better. I don't know exactly who he is. I think he'd be better. Okay. I don't know much about him, so I'm, I'm not going to act like I do, but I don't. But that comparison, you say he could be better. Hopefully he is because Deshaun Stevenson, a lot of people say he should have went to school. Anyway, now, moving <laughs> on. Number 26, Cam Thomas, straight out of LSU. Lou Williams is his comparison. If he could be half the player Lou Williams is, because he was, you know, he, he ended up making a real nice career for himself in this league. Oh, hell yeah, so, hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, yeah, that's for sure, definitely. Um, and, um, so let's move right along. Number 27, De'Ron Sharp. Don't know too much about this kid. Um, from the size 6'11, 265, you're a true center. Mm. You're a true center. Um, Al Jefferson, that's a great comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't pass on you. And what they just say, you can't pass on somebody with that size. And if he has that type of grit, you know what I'm saying? That type of, you know what I'm saying? You know, that 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 deboldness, you gotta you gotta pick him up, even if he's giving you six fouls a game. Okay. All right, so we're gonna move on to the 76ers. This gotta be some bullshit. Um, Ayo Dawson Dawsonville. Mm-hmm. No fucking clue. He's from Illinois. He's a talented lead guard with great handles and creative shot making ability. Uh, Drew Light, Drew Drew Holiday Light. That's what they call him. Yeah, don't know much about him. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, Miles um, McBride, number twenty nine to the Suns, West Virginia. I have seen him play a little bit. Um, Reggie Jackson. That's a good comparison. Okay. Reggie Jackson. That, that's definitely a good comparison. Um, kind of the same type of player. And right. Josh Primo to the Jazz at number 30. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama, 6'5", 189. Don't know too much about him. I mean, Chance Ross, if he could... That means he'll, he'll, at least he'll be a solid player if he can beat Chance Ross. So. Chance Ross know. is not solid, bro. I mean, he stuck around for a little while, though. I mean, yeah, he's one of the better I'm, six men in the league right now, but... Well, that would make him solid. That would have to. Come on. No, I was, he's you know I'm not gonna get into that conversation. That, that's gonna lead us down a rabbit hole. It's gonna take too much time. Right. <laughs> um, right. All right. So I think uh, so. Wait, is it, is it number thirty-two? Right? No, that's the first round. It's all thirty. Okay. So, but so being as though we, you know, my team didn't pick in the first round, so I'm gonna go ahead and want to represent for my squad real quick. They got us taken um, at number thirty-eight, Josh Christopher, shooting guard out of Arizona State. I love this kid's game. I love him on offense. I love him on defense. I'm going to tell you like this is NBA comparisons is Buddy Hill and Swaggy P. But I'm going to tell you what, watching him play, this is going to fuck a lot of heads up. Watching him play, you know who he kind of reminds me of, bro? I'm listening. James Harden, but with some defense. We talking about. I know. James Harden today. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's just necessarily going to step right onto the NBA court and be James Harden, but I think he can get to that point with hard work because when I look at his when I look at his overall just everything, his height, his size, I, and and like I said, a lot of times when you look at his highlights, you start off saying, "Well, damn, why they put that on there? That ain't that ain't a good look." But then you see how the whole play turned out, and you're like, "Well, damn, the motherfucker right. ain't give up." Look what he turned that shit into. It started this way and ended that way. So, yeah, Chicago Bulls, number 38. Hey, man. But I got a feeling, just for the record, I do got a feeling some way, somehow, we're going to get up into that mid to late first round. I 
I think somebody's going to get moved. That would be I'm, a smart play. That'd be I'm a smart thinking play. somebody's going to be a uh, large marketing, to be honest. No, that's what you want to happen. You've been saying, that, you've been that, through the for like 10 that, years now. Yeah, that too. I ain't going to lie, that too. I do want it to happen. But I think it's going to happen. I really do. Because cause we, we, we brought in... Um, Nelsonic, the overseas player that we drafted a couple years ago, we had him on, you know, drafting stash type deal. We brought him over. He signed with the Bulls, and he's on. I think he's. I think stepping off the plane, he's better than than, than marketing. So I think that's going to make marketing. He was never a bad player. He's just and that makes you a bad fucking player to me. I don't want inconsistency around me. I want motherfuckers that's going to break it. Everybody has a bad night, man. Bad night. <laughs> so look, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there with that real quick. It's only going to take me, what, 15 seconds? I'm not even talk about the second round for us. We got so many draft picks that can get stupid. I hope we get into the top three and do what we have to do. As I said before, Preston, if you don't fucking do this, this is you know, I ain't even gonna say it because if it happens, then now I'm never mind. Go ahead, move, moving along, moving along. Well, it's been another good episode for sure. Predicting the draft. Hopefully, I got more to talk about next time we record because you best believe we make some moves. I'm gonna be talking a ton of shit. Y'all got a ton of picks. I got a feeling y'all got a lot. Y'all gonna get done out there. I mean, you don't have fuck to. y'all though. And fuck y'all. Anyway. I can't even say we see you in the finals. Damn. That, that's that shit I be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, listen. That's, it's, it's all it's all love. You already know. For sure. We're gonna go ahead now. We're gonna close this joint out. Anything you wanna say right before I do what I do? No, go ahead, bro. Kick it, man. Once again, I just want to say how much we love y'all for kicking it with a couple of brothers who put it down like no others. It's your boy, Reality Ron Bullard, my man, Chris Black. When you need a reality check, the reality realm is where you want to be at. We'll be back next week in the building, God willing, and that's reality. I'm never sleeping, you're sleeping if the cars are your death. Live by the cold, too, I take my last breath. I'm never sleeping, I'll hunt you while you rest. We from the cook, it still ain't nothing left.